Hey guys, I just wanted to drop a quick little message before the start of this uh, this episode. Really appreciative to the guys from Western Canada Rugby League, obviously coming on the uh, on the podcast. There are a couple of times where it does drop out, so apologies for that. Um, but that is the sort of the technology of live recording. Um, I've tried to get as much of the the information, everything like that, and all the the recording that we did do into the episode. Hope you enjoy it and sit back and uh, enjoy your beer and get on board. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome along to the first episode of 2020 of the Outlawed Rugby League podcast. As ever, my name's Mark and as ever, I have got a drink in my hand. This week, it is not a beer. It is a dark Bacardi and Coke. Still in that Christmas spirit, despite it being the new year. Haven't quite gone back to work yet. I actually go back tomorrow. Um, So that is my excuse. Really excited for this episode as we've got the first ever guests on the podcast. So it is Blake and Josh from the Western Canada Rugby League. So really excited to hear from those guys. Really excited to hear about the, the progress in what I'm going to call the region of origin or the state of origin of Canada in the West versus East game coming up on January 11th. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Really excited for it. As I mentioned, get on board, grab yourself a beer and let's go. So, um, as mentioned, we've got uh, we've got Josh Knight and Blake Stewart on um, from the Western Canada Rugby League. So, Josh is, I believe, the vice president for the Canadian Rugby League Association uh, and the yeah. Western Canada Tour Manager. Um, and we've got Blake, who is the coach for the Western Canada uh, Rugby League team and also the president of the newly founded Whistler Wolves. Uh, so, welcome along, guys. Really appreciate you you coming on and, and kind of being the first first guest on the show, but also the first ones of, of twenty twenty as well. Oh, thank, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's having it's us. All, yeah, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Um, so these two guys are, are coming to us. Um, they are in separate locations. So Josh, just remind me where where you are, mate. Yeah, so I'm based in Vancouver, BC. Okay. So is that kind of um, where sort of Western Canada's based, or is that just your sort of personal location, or? Uh, well, Western Canada itself, as a rugby league team, sort of feeds off um, all the provinces of the West. Yeah. So um, it sort of goes, starts at Manitoba and then moves uh, west from there. So you've got Manitoba, Saskatchewan, um, Alberta, and then BC. And we also take Yukon um, Territory as well, uh, which is just above British Columbia on the on the map. So that's uh, basically... Um, but the, the main sort of headquarters for Western Canada would be, say, sort of Vancouver, BC for now. But... Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, in years' time, hopefully it'll uh, it'll it'll expand, so it's uh, got a better idea of where the headquarters should be. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I kind of see this game as being kind of, if you like, the beginning of of sort of a bit like state of origin. Um, you know, obviously, uh, to be fair, on a smaller scale, but hopefully it can can kind of grow into that. I mean, is that kind of the the sort of the idea that you've got going with your guys, or? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, the, the thing about Canada is um, rivalries in sport are actually quite, um, you know, they're, they're very based on where they are. Like the two main rivalries, I, I, I would say, would be the Maple Leafs versus Canadiens. So, you know, Montreal versus Toronto. It's always, I mean, people, Ottawa is the capital of Canada, but yeah. um, it's a similar situation with a lot of countries that couldn't decide whether they want the, where they want their capital. So, <laughs> so Toronto and uh, and Montreal just decided to have it in between both of them and have and call it Ottawa, right? So, yeah, I mean, yeah. similar similar thing in, in in Australia with 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 Canberra. So, the the idea being is that those two um, cities um, are very much rivals based 
on um, on hockey. So mm. for rugby league, we have a similar rivalry setup. Um, you know, Ontario Rugby League has was started first. Um, I think they started around 2006, uh, 2007, 2008. Um, and then so they've been running for a while where the Big CRL started in 2012. So um, this was our sort of chance um, for the, the sort of BCRL and ARL, Alberta Rugby League, to sort of form a, a, a sort of alliance to try mm. and play that side of the of the of the pond or that side of the uh, of, of the country so yeah so it's building that rivalry um, and then so I said I, I put it down that I thought this was the the best and most easiest way to build that because mm. once you start the umbrella um, you know you can form on both sides of the country and then that umbrella gets stronger as you pick from a western or eastern Canada um, game for your national squad yeah yeah. yeah. Cool. So, so how did you get involved in it then, Blake? Because obviously, I appreciate Josh is kind of um, correct me if I'm wrong, but kind of come from the the. How did you get get on board? Uh, well, I lived here in in Whistler in 2012 through 14, and there was a team in the Cedar Sky area. So that's from about an hour south of Whistler to Whistler itself, mm. and then that folded while I was. Um, living over back in England, oh, I was living in England. Mm. And then um, I've recently moved back permanently and um, just got in touch with the BCRL, tried to get it, got involved with a team in North Vancouver and then um, decided that I didn't really want to travel, you know, an hour and a half to two hours uh, to go to training. Uh, and with the expat community up here, I was like, that's it, let's get involved. And then, from there, I've been able to coach the BC team against Alberta. And mm. then uh, once Josh and uh, the Alberta representative, which is uh, Lawrence Ross, uh, said we were thinking about doing it, I was like, I mean, just tell me what I can do. And then, <laughs> yeah, so that's basically in a nutshell is I love the game. I want to see it grow. And um, I think, you know, like what Josh said, starting this game, whether it be something small, you got to start somewhere, right? So getting it started is the main, from the player's point of view, from what I've been speaking to, they've been trying to get it done for many years and just hasn't happened. So I'm yeah. super excited that it's finally going to happen for them. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, obviously, um, it, it doesn't take a genius to work out that neither of you guys are sort of Canadian by birth. Um <laughs> But obviously, you know, for me, I think having someone of, of, a, of a rugby league background is certainly going to help. I mean, how, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were telling me the other day that you're actually a Canadian national anyway. Um, so obviously, you know, you can kind of put your, your two pence in from a, a sort of an Oceania perspective, if you like, but then put your two pence in from a Canadian perspective as well. Uh, well, I, I believe uh, I'm a Canadian resident, so permanent resident, not a citizen yet, maybe. But um, yeah, it does mean I, you know, I have the I am able to stay here as long as I want type thing. Yeah, if I, you know, do all the right stuff. Cool. No, that's 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 what you want. And I mean, for me, like I say, it's, it's having guys guys like you that that know the game because let's let's be fair, the game is um, you know relatively fresh um, in the grand scheme of things in in Canada. And obviously, everyone knows about all the stuff going on with Toronto, etc. But I mean, just before we came on, we mentioned that we're going to avoid the whole Toronto Wolfpack um, sort of situation because this obviously is all about you guys. Um, but kind of what, what brought you, Josh, then across to, uh, to Canada? 
Yeah, so I came to uh, Vancouver about 10 years ago. Um, I was just traveling around and um, and basically I, I, I was told about, um, you know, I mean, as an Australian backpacker, everybody mentions Whistler and um, mm. Big White and stuff like that as a skier. Um, I was never into the ski scene, but um, I, I got invited in to, on, to live on a mountain and I lasted four days. So that was a good, good effort. Yeah. Um, and then actually the Olympics was on at the time. So it was 2010 and I came back down to Vancouver and just fell in love with the city. I mean, you know, you've got ocean one side, mountains on the other. Um, and then I sort of got involved with the, with the rugby union side. So I, I joined a rugby union team. Um, and then I remember early on those days, people had whispers of rugby league. You know, I, I was brought up on rugby league. In fact, mm. um, you know, I, 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 I thought it was hilarious when someone tried to teach me the rules of rugby union. I thought, what, what are we doing? There's no tackles. What we yeah, just, yeah. I get to hit people for no reason. Great. This is awesome. You know? So yeah, we thought it was a joke. Um, but um, so rugby league is, is throughout my blood. Um, massive, massive um, Canberra Raiders supporter. I've been home my life. And so I sort of, when it started to kick off and uh, that I was 2012, um, my friend sent me a YouTube clip. I, I just went back to Australia for a quick bit and he sent me this YouTube clip saying, it, you know, rugby league's happening. And I was like, what? So as soon as I got back, um, got involved with the Vancouver Dragons, um, got, you know, played a few seasons with them and then just found my way up and just worked my way forward. It, one of the things about rugby league community here, over here is that once you show initiative and that you want to be involved, you very quickly get involved. So, yeah. you know, before I knew it, next thing I know, I was at a, a meeting for, you know, the putting my hand forward for the Canadian Rugby League Association board. Um, and the next thing you know, I'm vice president. So the idea of, of, of it, it's a little different. I know in the UK, it's very similar. You know, there's a lot of volunteers behind the work, um, behind rugby league communities um, mm. over here because we are you know, because we are new, it's, an, it's a foreign sport, you know, everybody that is interested in it is getting, gets involved straight away. So yeah. that's how I got involved. And and I've just been around the um, BC Rugby League um, ever since. No, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, how have, I know if you just touched on there with, with Rugby Union, I know there are a couple of teams in Canada that, that are getting a little bit more exposure as, as kind of the Major League Rugby goes. Um, but, but how is that? I mean, for... For me, it's always been a bit bit of an odd one. I mean, my family's from kind of rugby league traditional heartlands in Yorkshire. Um, I'm originally from a non-heartland area up in up in the north in in England. Obviously, now live in Nottingham. Um, so, so rugby league is always kind of when I've been playing it and coaching it and anything like that has always been kind of the minority sport, and it's it's always had that kind of massive rivalry with with rugby union. But I mean, how how are those, those guys sort of getting on with it? Yeah, it's it's very interesting in BC. I mean, you know, rugby unions basically got a head start in rugby league. They started playing rugby union here in, I think, the early 1900s, um, even late 1800s. Mm-hmm. So it's been around for over 100 years here in BC. Um, so it's basically, so I think rugby in Canada um, is ingrained. But then again, it's still a foreign sport and it's always been a foreign sport. So mm-hmm. um, the idea that um, when, when you talk about rugby or you, you mention you're a rugby player, automatically, people automatically assume you're talking about rugby union. So you yeah. always have to, you know, give that old, oh, no, well, this is rugby league sort of thing. But I think 
for Canada and, and for the sport in general, we, we don't hold those grudges. We don't have those, um, you know, uh, you know, that we aren't against either code. It's yeah. just, we, we just accept that we need to make rugby itself much bigger. And that yeah. sort of gets on the nerves. A lot of people, it does, you know, especially for expats, you know, that go, no, no, rugby union is rugby, you know, we're rugby yeah, league, yeah. you know, so you have a lot of that mindset, but once you sort of establish yourself here, you really realize that rugby is the goal. I mean, um, and so I, we don't have any major sort of issues. Well, we feed a lot, a lot off a lot of rugby union clubs. Yeah. Um, the idea of having this game on January 11th at Toronto, um, the major reason for that is because it's right in the break season for rugby union. So a lot of players are more available. Um, otherwise, if we had it, you know, in February or March, right in the middle of the union season, we wouldn't get the players. They, they'd be like, oh, I have to play a union. So is he still there? Yep, yep. Yeah, so um, that tends to be a bit a bit of an issue. That's why we run our comp. Sorry, mate. I'm not not sure what happened there. Um, no, good, man. Uh, I just said to Josh, so oh, he's, he's back on now. Anyway, sorry, yeah. sorry. No, no, it's you. all good, mate. All good. Uh, the joys of technology. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it, it's really good to to kind of hear kind of how the games progress and everything like that. I mean, Blake, you obviously being the the inaugural coach, if you like, how's that? How's that looking for you? I mean, how's your how's your guys looking? Um, we've trained really well, to be honest. Um, especially we've like going through having people coming from Alberta to come over for training. You know, that's you know a thirteen hour drive or you know an hour and a half flight. It's a big commitment for players, and then also to even like the BC guys. We train in Vancouver mostly. And we've got guys coming from Kamloops, Kelowna, which again, about six to seven hour drives wow. across mountain passes. Like they're not the, the nicest roads to drive, especially, you know, we're in the winter now. Yeah, um, and we've, we, we've come a long way, to be honest. Um, at the start of it, we had a select group of 30 that Josh and I and uh, Lawrence were like, these are the sort of the people that we'd want to get involved and they wanted to be involved. And then as soon as we started naming these players and then having training, after we sort of did the cut, that's it, this is who we're having, the amount of people that have come out to say, we want to get involved, we want to play, we want to represent Western Canada. And we're like, well, we're, uh, hopefully next year you can be involved. You know what I mean? We've cut. Yeah, of course. I would say we could have filled another, a complete another side wow. uh, with the people that wanted to be involved wow. after we've announced the 20. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, how how sort of obviously I appreciate you're probably not going to be able to fully answer this with, until you've kind of had the game. But how big do you think this this could be for you guys? From my point of view, um, I do think it can be a every year thing and be a really strong thing on its own, and then hope and then it would lead to you know naming rights for each game. Obviously, it's never going to be a state of origin. But what you know, getting a thousand people to it, I definitely see that as a thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then being able to, you know, make the rugby uh, league here in Canada stronger because of it, especially the national team, because of we, uh, you know, we do rely on a lot of expats or like you know, our um, what do you call it, uh, heritage players. So we could be growing the game here through this game. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, like I say, if you can kind of take take the best of the best domestically and 
and you know have that kind of battle and and like you're saying if you've kind of got 20 30 guys that that you've gone yeah these are our strongest 20 30 guys and then all of a sudden you've got another you know 20 guys however many it is saying well actually I want I want to put my hand up surely that for for you as the coach is you know kind of you've got dollar signs in your eyes saying well, this is going to be big you know and and from a domestic perspective you know obviously I, I appreciate you just launched uh the Whistler Wolves as well so I can imagine it's is really helping kind of you develop that side as well. Um, but I mean, for the, for the side itself, how did you, how did you kind of go about choosing those guys that were playing? Um, so a lot of it was obviously I, I held uh, training camps uh, in uh, Vancouver before for the 30. Um, uh, once we selected our 30, like I said, between Josh, myself and uh, Lawrence Ross, who's the Alberta guy. Uh, the, and then we just, I just started going through it, uh, through the players, running through drills, running through, you know, you stand a tryout really for like any representative team. And then also I relied on a lot of, uh, footage. Uh, Josh does a good thing with the BCRL recording a lot of the games and then he commentates over it. So it's not just, it does make it a little bit more enjoyable to watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Of just, you know, a camera panning across. Uh, a game so it, and then I get to know more and more about the players because yeah that was basically a lot of footage and just my personal experience from the guys yeah no definitely definitely so I mean who came up with the idea of East versus West then was it kind of a, an organic thing or I mean I don't know which of you two guys is probably best to answer this you go um, yeah oh, it, it was sort of I come up with the con- well Western Canada was was actually formed uh, back in 2000 and I'd like to say 14 right. um, when they took on um, a traveling team. So the concept was there, um, was made, was, was made aware, but I sort of, I sort of jagged a little. Um, the idea was what happened was we, um, I had a conversation with the guy, um, Tom from uh, California rugby league. Yeah. Um, and he gave us a call and I, we kept, I kept on commenting a lot of his stuff saying, listen, you know, we've, cause we've gone down to California and played before. So they've had rugby league there, but this, this seems to be more um, structured and they're getting something going. And I said, sure, look, it'd be great. Sure. It'd be great to get, you know, Canada involved, get a West thing going. Um, and he, and I suggest that we play them the week after their December 7th game. Um, and that unfortunately fell through. So he said, Oh, we wouldn't be available. So then I just, you know, uh, because we already got the ball rolling, um, Blake suggested, well, can we play the East? And I was like, well, yeah. we'll see, you know, it's a, you know, January in the East is a, is a quite a cold pl- time to play, but yeah, you know, we'll, or December itself. So, but we'll see what happens. And and the East were keen. They said, yeah, well, we can play. So I was, I thought it was great. Um, they stepped up um, obviously. Um, and then we, we just made it, um, start to tweak it a bit better. And then we just had to sort of, you know, get them on board to make sure that they didn't think that we were just BC coming over. You know, we, we have two players from Saskatchewan who, um, who play for the Western Canada team. So we're actually got three provinces represented, which is great for rugby league growth. Um, so yeah, so, and then the East come up with the concept and then, you know, I put it to the board and the, and the, um, now the boards on, uh, now the CRLA are on board with this and yeah, we, we really want to make this a game that happens every year. Um, mm. we're just trying to work out the date, which suits better. And obviously, um, unfortunately, because we're playing in January, we needed to play under a, under a dome. Um, mm. so Lamport, um, uh, stadium, which is the, uh, really the, 
you know, we, we chose that stadium because it has the rugby league linings for the Wolfpack. Um, yeah. And we booked that. But during the winter, it has a dome um, under it, over it. So you, it, the dome only covers the artificial pitch. It doesn't actually cover the stands. So you right. can't have any spectators in there. But you can obviously play rugby league in there based on um, based on the markings and, and, and the covering the pitch. So we, we were able to actually fit the posts as well, which is great. Um, but the only problem, obviously, was the fact that we couldn't have spectators for this game. So at the moment, it, it's a it's a work in progress. Um, we'll play this game, get it done, and then hopefully maybe have a repeat may, maybe over this way um, towards the end of next year uh, or the, the end of the year. So, um, you know, we make it perfect so it is going to be like a one game and hopefully move into a state of origin as you mentioned before a three game series which would be perfect um and it links well with our national um schedule because we play a lot of our international games around november so playing this game and then choosing your national squad from that um is actually better and the other thing i'll mention on that just quickly is is the fact that you know the national squad is based in ontario so a lot of these guys over in the West realize that, hang on a minute, you know, we're not getting looked at. We're not getting picked. The national coach hasn't been over to BC to watch any games. So, you know, he just looks at the video footage. We need to play and be live. So this game, a, a lot of guys coming out of the woodwork was, was really like, well, this is our chance to like get over there and, and get a look in for national selection. So that's, so that's the, the framework. We, we really want to make this game as a stepping stone for national selection and then moving into like playing the internationals at the end of the year. Sure, sure. I mean, Blake, how do you kind of um, see the game going then? Because I appreciate, you know, it's it's not like um, kind of nipping down to your local club. You are basically taking, you know, thirty guys, thirty plus guys across the country. Um, how do you, how do you, how do you kind of coach that? How do you coach that into people that this is the travelling that we're doing? This is, you know, kind of what we're going to be doing. Are you guys staying over? You know, that kind of idea. So, I really talk to the players about. Uh, like selling them on the big picture. Like this game is obviously, it means a lot to a lot of the people that have been involved in rugby league in Canada, especially BC for and uh, Alberta for a long time because like what Jeff said, it's been trying to happen for so many years and now that we're finally getting to, to uh, happen, the guys are so excited for it. And f- from coaching, I've really just kept the game simple but really said that, look, this is what's happening we play well here, you can then be seen by the Canadian selectors for the first time live. And then, uh, and not only for the men as well, we're, we're taking a, the women, there's a women's team as well from Western Canada sure. going right. over as well. So it's, it's a two game. And for the women, they're going to the World Cup uh, in 2021, you know, and this is another stepping stone for them to be able to push forward their, uh, their spots. And then, um, yeah, so then we, we've only had one huge team run where everyone from the 20-man squad was a part of it and it, re- it went really well. We, uh, we end up playing a, 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 a pose session and yeah, um, yeah the, the, everything seemed to gel because everyone was on the same page of let's get over there, let's try uh, put our best foot forward so that way when hopefully the East can see that we mean business and they can come over back to uh, the West and uh, play them over here as well. Mm. I mean, what what kind of coaching stuff are you taking? Is it just yourself? Is it you know you and a uh, you know an assistant, or is it a kind of a full blown operation? No, no. Uh, so I have myself and uh, one a tra- uh, one trainer uh, who is uh, he's quite well uh, qualified. He has a lot to do with uh, the Queensland, or he 
he was coaching in the Queensland uh, Junior Rugby League over there. He just come on board real late, to be honest. Uh, his name's Alex. Um, but he's been a big help because obviously a lot like what Josh said, uh, when you get involved, you then are fully involved with everything in the mm. you know, over here. But so he's come on board and helped me quite a bit. And then we are taking a, a development player over uh, who, who won't be playing, but he will then help me and be around the team a bit running water and, and like just being around it, trying to help him show what we are trying to do as well. Yeah, of course, of course. So, I mean, like you say, I, I think it's going to be, you, you know, you've got to start small and, and build. But for me, kind of the, the stuff that you guys are coming out with is it's it's going to be really good. I mean, um, how how do you kind of organise that kind of thing, Josh? I mean, you know, talk me through what, what, what exactly is going to happen on the day. Um, yeah, well, that's, you know, how do you organise a, you know, a, a four-hour uh, you know, plane plane ride or travel time to uh, to a different destination, and then play rugby league in possibly minus you know minus ten degrees um, with snow. So <laughs> so the logistics are quite um, quite think uh, quite hard. But straight away, um, I, I, a lot of the times when we when we do things here, it, it really comes down to help financial help like sponsorship, um, yeah. and it also comes down to. Um, it, like players actually having to put into their own pockets certain things. So players, unfortunately, have to um, get, you know, pay their own way to get there. So all their flights um, they've paid for. Um, and then I sort of, and then they put in for a certain amount of money and then that covers, then with sponsorship, hopefully it covers enough of their, um, of their uh, accommodation and kit to play in. So, um, so we basically reached out to everybody to, to get some sponsors and we got some great sponsors. Um, one of our major sponsors is the rugby league shop, um, who, yep. uh, who rugby shop, sorry.com. Um, and they do a lot of, um, say they sell a lot of rugby union stuff. So we're their first sort of rugby league uh, Avenue, which is great. Um, and then we just basically got a lot of local, um, other sponsors involved and they're all over our kit. And, um, and, and then basically we got a, um, we get we get in, I think, on the Thursday night. So we sort of check in and, and just have a bit of team bonding. Friday, we we work on – there's a training run for both women's and men's teams, and then Saturday we play. Now, we've, it's interesting because we could only get the stadium – obviously, soccer is a massive thing in in uh, in, 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 in Toronto, so they, mm. uh, they could only give us the morning. So our game, the women's game, is going to kick off at 9 a.m. in the morning. And wow. then followed by the men's game at eleven fifteen a.m. and then um, and then yeah and then so it's going to be a morning a couple of morning games but that might work well if um uh, if we could get it streamed we we're still working out the logistics of getting it streamed um, yeah. and if we can get it streamed it'll work out really well for UK viewers because it won't be too late at night I'd, I'd be gathering um, <laughs> so yeah so that so just you know doing that and and getting all the the players involved and getting kit and sponsors was was difficult enough but i feel like um as it grows you know people can see um the value of getting involved with with um sponsorship the canada canada's sporting um area there's a lot of money i think in in north america generally there's a lot of money that's invested into sports unfortunately mm. it's not invested in our sport because it's still unsure it's unknown um yeah. you know i i know that rugby league 
um, works a lot on sponsorship. Um, I mean, look, you know, I mean, one of the things about the Rugby League World Cup is you can still have sponsors on the jerseys, which is great. I, I, don't, I have yeah, absolutely cool. no issues with it. Um, and so a lot of, um, and especially in Australia, you know, a lot of um, players' wages come from the sponsors that the clubs, the clubs get. So, you know, because we're a professional sport, you know, we're the very first professional sport. So Rugby League can, if we can feed off a lot of that in Canada, which is people see the, the value of, of investing into our sport um, we can you know hopefully down the track two three years time these guys will be going over all paid for you know so Western Canada would be a, you know, a, a massive thing because unfortunately um, it's not hard like if you think about American North American sports hockey if for what for example you know if you had a 15 year old kid playing in one of the Vancouver sides there's plenty of them uh, you know that you could be spending anywhere between 15 to 20,000 so yeah sorry man I think it cut out um, just when you were talking about um, sort of North American sports and hockey yeah so I was just saying like um, if you had a, a say 15 year old kid or even younger involved in hockey over here um, you're looking at spending 15 to twenty thousand dollars just to get them involved you know that includes ice time kit you know they have to wear a suit after the game um you know this is it's a quite an expensive sport so you know from a junior level um you know we we, it, we we look great on paper because it's not that much it's not that expensive um and you know a lot of people have that that idea that um you know and and sorry with that what i was what i was saying about the hockey is that you know they get a lot of financial sponsorship as well so we just sort of there's a lot of money that goes into sports we just sort of got to try and tap it into coming into rugby league yeah definitely definitely so blake talk me through the game so we you know win lose draw whatever it is how do you kind of see see it kind of progressing from from the game in in january so obviously I'm hoping we go over and win, but uh, yeah, win, lose or draw. I know uh, the boys are super keen for it. So we get over there, we play, uh, we show a good, uh, like how good we, we are as the West being mm. we've only, I think we only have one, uh, maybe two representatives of Canada. Three, yeah. three, uh, three that have played for the Wolverines. And uh, so then we'll, uh, to go up against a team that will be, mostly uh on like wolverines to show that we can beat them so then that so then going from there hopefully they see it and then they come back and want to play us over in either alberta or vancouver mm. because a lot of the time it's been is from my perspective from uh the boys that have told me they keep saying, let's go out, let's get the West uh, to play the East or BCRL to play Ontario or either or, and it's just never happened. So yeah, because it's not, there was no rivalry. It was just, yeah. So now if you start it with something as simple as just a, a game, well, we're coming, you yeah. get your players ready, then hopefully uh, they will see it as like, well, yeah, we need to get back now. We need to go back and either beat them again or defend, you know, or regain the trophy. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, completely get that. I mean, like I say, for me, I'm I'm pretty pumped for it. And, you know, it's kind of a bit of a rugby league geek, if you like. And mm-hmm. I think, like like you've rightly touched on, it's it's a sport that, that can grow, it's, especially organically in a country like Canada, because I, I appreciate, you know, it's, it's a country that's quite receptive to two different sports. Um I mean, for for you two guys, there just as kind of a last a last plug, you know, what what do you want to talk about about the game? You know, talk to me about 
when it is, what's happening, who's going to be there, how we can, you know, watch it, get involved, anything like that? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Um, so, yeah, so the game is going to be January 11th. Um, like I said, a, a kickoff will be uh, Ontario time, 9 a.m. for women and 11.15 a.m. for men. Um, at this stage, uh, we are working logistically with the live stream. Unfortunately, because um, I am based in BC, um, I haven't, I've never been to Lamport when it's been domed. So um, the the if the live stream can go ahead, um, cause we've, we've worked, I've tried to work it out with a few different people over that way. And, and they've said, well, we're not really sure it's going to work. So I won't know until I get on deck. So as soon as I get in, I'm going to find out if it can work, if it can work, um, hopefully, um, your listeners can, can tune in and watch the live stream. I think it'd be great. If not, it will hundred percent be recorded and uploaded later on our Canada rugby league, uh, YouTube, um, uh, channel, which has got all our BCRL games. Um, I think Alberta are going to hopefully have their games done for this year. And then ORL put all their games up there as well. So, um, yeah, so that's the idea of the game. And then um, there could be a repeat. Um, I know the board was talking about possibly a uh, an East coming over to BC in around August or September, um, which would be great. Um, but, yeah, so the, the game's going to be fantastic. Um, it's going to be some great domestic rugby league and I think people will be quite surprised by the level of talent from the players um, some great players to watch out um, Wolverines like uh, Rick Shouten uh, for the for the men um, he's really great and then also for the East um, uh, Andrew Porter he's also another Wolverine so yeah so there's going to be some but Blake can mention all those players Blake <laughs> yeah so for us we our um, captain is Skylar Damas and uh he he's actually the captain of Canada at the moment, I believe, on that Serbian tour that happened uh, earlier this year. Um, but then we have like young guys like Colton Carpenter who only started playing rugby league this year and scored, I think it was like four tries in the grand final of the BCRL, and uh, he's lightning fast on the wing. Uh, but then we uh, then we do have like from top to bottom. We, yeah, I can name a bunch of them that are good enough, I believe, to take that, you know, next step in representing their country. Um, they just need the opportunity, I believe, and hopefully this gives them an opportunity to play in front of the national coach or selectors. And also, too, with the new teams that are looking to come into, like, League One over in, the, like, the Super League pyramid, uh, like mm. Ottawa and the New Yorks, um, it's exposure for them. You know, this is a... Obviously, this is huge for Canadian Rugby League, but from a player's point of view, you want to put your best foot forward because people are hopefully going to be watching, which they should be, and then it could lead to them, you know, having a, you know, a semi-professional career. Mm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, like like you rightly say, it's kind of, once once that game's kind of out the way, for want of a better word, it's, you know, the world's your oyster and, and I think the, the development and potential for those guys that, that kind of aren't being recognised and, and hopefully, you know, the strength that, that the national team will go to as well is, is just going to be massive. But, I mean, kind of for this one, if it's all right with you guys, I'm, I'm going to leave it there because, you know, I thought we had some, some really good points touched on. Um, obviously, like I mentioned um, to you guys previously, we'll be, we'll be plugging you guys as much as we can, um, you know, and, and kind of, in all the listeners, I really want those guys to kind of follow you guys on social media and and kind of take note and and sit up and take notice and and hopefully we'll we'll have a really good game 
game in January. Really good couple of games, should I say, in January. Um, but guys, I genuinely, I really, really appreciate time. Um, really appreciate, you know, because it's, it, I don't know what time it is over there, but it's, you know, I appreciate it's probably not the, the middle of the afternoon. So um, genuinely, guys, I'm so chuffed you could come on um, and, and really appreciate your time. Excellent. Uh, Thanks for having us. Cheers, guys. No, pleasure, man. Pleasure. A huge thanks to Josh and Blake from the Western Canada Rugby League there. A really big couple of games coming up on January 11th. Um, obviously, if you guys can can follow it, you know, follow them guys on social media, everything like that, they'd really appreciate it. I'd really appreciate it. Really looking forward to the games. Good luck to everyone who's involved. Hopefully, it can, can turn into something big. And go West. And remember to stay outlawed. <laughs>